had gone awry last week. We have returned without Joe. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Evan Ayers, and I am your host of The Rumor Mill. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I am joined, as always, no uh, on not Monday today, joined by uh, the wonderful co-hosts George and Jamila. Hi, friends. Hi. Guys, what is up? I tell you what, I have just had the most ridiculous ordeal trying to get this set up. So first, I want to say thank you to you both for being willing to accommodate the schedule change today. This show is brought to you by Technical Difficulties. That, honestly, that is my drag name. <laughs> Technical Difficulties. Um, yeah, we'll blame Joe for that. But um, yeah, how are you guys doing? What's up? Good. Um, just always looking forward to doing this show. My friend Matthew had such a good time last week. He like hasn't stopped talking about it. Oh, that's so good because I felt I like really wanted him to like talk more, and I realized that like we had Lori, Joe, uh, like I just I was worried that he didn't get a chance to uh, to talk more. So I would love for him to come back. He was an absolute joy, and it was fun having you like have someone in person too. When you, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I mean I it's one of those things where like he, we had been talking about it for the longest time. I was like, yeah, I, I broached the subject of you coming on the show, and he was like, yeah, I got to do it. But like last week worked out perfectly. And it was a shit show, but like in the best way. Oh yeah, George, you uh, weren't there. Yeah, I was not there. I'm sorry, I missed. It. I literally sounded like I my throat got ran over by a train. I sound like a monster. So sorry I couldn't make it last week, but I did hear that it was a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to listen to it myself, but I'm excited to. It's it's all a very chaotic thing to listen to, but it is actually very fun. It was. <laughs> It was cute. Like I got stoned for Jamila and then Jamila had a wonderful friend and he was so funny. Lori came on and of course Lori and Joe were like going at it. It was it was a fun little time. It was definitely not like anything like we anything that we expected the show to be like, but it was it was enjoyable. It sounds like there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Yes, too uh, many too many cooks, if you ask we needed, me. <laughs> we needed food runners, we need a hostess, we needed <laughs> nope. But so thank you guys for uh for the listeners for bearing with us that episode. But we are hoping to get back on track. Uh by back on track I mean having a little more uh, of a structure what we promised the room it would be. Uh so before we get into stuff, I just want to check in with the both of you. And see how are things going? How has your weekends been? What's up since we've last saw George? It's been two weeks since you were here. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, uh, welcome back, Jeff. Christina. Thank you. I I missed it last last week. It was unusual for me to have that night off, but um, it was good. I needed the rest, and I'm all better now. Um, but my week was good. All better. I like still wake up with a little scratchy throat, but I, I'm better. Uh, my week was good though, and not much happened. I went to go visit my boyfriend's family in Philadelphia uh, again this past weekend. Again, I'm always up there, um, which is really nice. We were celebrating his belated birthday and his mom's belated birthday, so I had a lot of really nice dinners for free. Come on, white people! <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. How have you been, Jamila? I've been good. Um, I had the best time this past Friday because um, I work across the street from Radio City Music Hall, and recently I was on a lunch break, and I was like crossing the street, and I look up at the marquee, and it said that Incubus was playing, and I was like, "Oh, Incubus!" Like I haven't listened to them since I was in high school. But when I was in high school, I was a really big fan and I was in love with the lead singer. So I called my best friend and I was like, listen, bitch, I got tickets. We're going to go. We're going to live out 2003 
all over again. And we 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 smoked. We went and got chicken wings, smoked a joint on the way to the concert, got there like after one song had started. So we were really fucking late. But we had a really good time. And like I approached it like this is going to be so funny. It's going to like bring us back to when we were 15. And like I had uh, the lead singer's name is Brandon Boyd. And like what I pictured was that I had moved on in my life. Like I had grown up and like I'm in my 30s now. And I just pictured him as being like the same, like just surfer, like California dude who just never did, like never left, still doing the same shit. But like, I was watching that show and I was honestly ready to risk it all. I was ready to like leave my life behind <laughs> and move to California because he's so damn hot. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. And um, I've actually been listening to a lot of the music that they've released since then. Like I stopped, I just completely stopped listening to them. And now I'm like doing a retrospect on all the things that I've missed. I, I'm trying to think. George and I are sitting here like, which one is Incubus? Incubus. Which, what is uh, they have a song, Wish You Were Here. Uh, I wish you were here. I oh, wish you were here. Yeah, that one. And then uh, Drive. Whatever tomorrow brings, oh. I'll be there. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God, we should do like a podcast of just Jimmy <laughs> And we're just like, I don't know that one. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's the new opening of the show. Jamila just giving us a little bit of like a recap. That's so funny. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, so fun. it's I fun. Like I'm, I'm glad that they're doing well because I feel like I put them in the same like grouping as Nickelback. Right. Well, so. you know what it is? It's like they have – there's so many people who are like me that like listen to them at a certain period of their time and – um that album that they that was like really big that year um it's the 20th anniversary so i don't think they normally play radio city music hall but i think because it's the 20th anniversary of that album people like you know bought tickets and people i'm sure because it's new york people drove up from other places they're actually playing the warner theater this weekend and i thought about coming down to dc but then i was like no you're doing you're doing way too much <laughs> concerts in a row yeah no no it's way too much well the the gag with that would have been if you come down i probably wouldn't have seen you because i have a concert (gasps) where are you going to so i saw maggie rogers last night oh fun then then following it up with this saturday i am seeing mason ramsey what who you may who you may know as the yodeling boy Little Hank Williams. I'm literally so. Th- okay, so that's the, those reactions are typically what I get when I tell people I'm going to the show. So, but wait a minute, like where where is he playing? He's, he's playing. Okay, so he was playing this place in Silver Spring. Then he got demoted to this like bar in College Park. So we're going to fucking College Park, okay. which is in way out for him. Oh so it's like a little bar. We're going to be the only adults there that aren't the chaperones. But you know what? It's like I. This might be irresponsible of me, but I feel like with with kids like that, there's always these people who are like, well, he shouldn't be touring. He should be in school. I'm like, you know, like this shame on his parents for like pushing him into this industry so young. I feel like if you have a talent, 
you should like pursue that with all your heart, no matter like how young you are, like Beyonce dropped out of high school. Like it's, it's, if that is your calling, you should do it. And I'm glad he's starting the tour and at least see what life on the road is and what it means to perform, you know, and travel and perform. And that kid can yodel. If I was, if I was in the DMV, I would be there with you. Oh, like, have we? Does he like cover songs? But yo, no, like- he has a full album. So <laughs> honestly, so uh, low key, like not shame on his parents. So his parents like aren't in the picture. So his grandparents have like hustled for him because they, I think they knew that like he wasn't gonna have a great life where he was. But he has a full album. He actually has a couple actually pretty good songs. L- it's little Hank Williams on Instagram, but it's Mason Ramsey. Mason Ramsey. He literally like has this bit where he like will like toss his jacket into the crowd. It's he's always got this like I'm gonna steal your girl, and like of course Dan and I, my boyfriend, are gonna be the ones that are gonna be right in the front, like trying to grab that jacket, pushing these like 14 year old girls out of the way. Um, I well, you know, you know why I love him so much is because he had that like Walmart yodel thing that went viral but then mm-hmm. i remember there's this guy named suede the remix god and he did like a remix of it and it's so good hold on i'm gonna see if i can play it but it's really good they played a co he played a coachella he did i remember seeing that now that's yeah. ridiculous now, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not like a you go to to watch as a joke is it or is it like no he's legitimately touring we're going to see his show yeah yeah, he's, he was he sold out or not sold out, but he had a big show in Charlottesville in a couple of weeks. Like he's going around. Um, okay, hold on. In the downtown. Mall. Can you guys hear that? Oh my god! Yes. Cool. Oh, it's very cool. Yeah, no, he like yeah. they he tapped into some interesting market, but yeah, honestly, like I am very excited, but I feel like the crowd's gonna be uh no, I don't know what the crowd was like at Incubus, but it's gonna be a very interesting mix of people, and I'll either be ashamed that we were there or it'll be a lot. Oh, Incubus was like ninety nine point nine percent white. I was the only person of color there. Me and my friend Karen, we were the only <laughs> the only two non-white people there, and the we were, I mean the, it was like the average age was like thirty. Hmm. I love that. I learned that uh, gay people apparently only go to shows when it's the second of this. If it's two nights, they only go to the second. Really? I went to Mag- Maggie Rogers last night. We were the only two gay people there. Interesting. And like all of the gays, I don't know. That's like a very. Do you like prefer to go to the first or the second night, George? Do you care? Um. Nope, whichever. I, I I probably usually go to the second night because the first one sells out quickly. That's yeah. I feel like that's like the case but. for everybody but Robin. Mm, who I've never seen. Oh, she's so good. I'd love to see that. Um, but yeah, so Joe thought that I was uh, quitting or bailing for this show and he thought today I would be hungover, but it was actually a lovely evening. Um, I also had a great weekend and better yet, we actually have a show to talk about. Like we actually have an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race hey. to discuss and we have rumors. So I just want to get into this because I have literally watched the first episode of Drag Race UK, which premiered last week at probably at least seven or eight times. And it, like, I would love to know your thoughts first, the two of you, but 
I'm going to preface it that like anything that you say that's negative, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm um, I actually, you know what it is? I thought I was going to hate it based off of the only thing that I've seen, which is Meet the Queens. And like always, my opinions of people have changed. I was like, when I saw Meet the Queens, I was like, oh my goodness, Gothy Kendall is like amazing. And then when I watched the show, I was like, ugh. <laughs> She's really pretty. Uh, okay. Um... But yeah, I I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed all of the um, all of the terms that I had to look up. Yeah, I'm I wish I'd thought of the ones that I didn't know. I just I couldn't. Give up, honestly, <laughs> I I was excited because I had no idea that the bar that I, I typically watch um, U.S. Drag Race um, was streaming it the second it came out on Wow. What's it called? Well, extra. Well, prep or whatever it's yeah. called. <laughs> but yeah, they streamed it at the bar um, the second it came out. And there was actually a really good turnout, which I was really shocked at. I thought I was going to have to watch this by myself, like in my bed at like 11 at night or something like that. Yeah. Um, but well, it was great. It was even harder understanding what they were saying in the loud bar. Um, and they didn't have captions on. Oh, God. It wasn't on TV. So I was like, what the fuck are these people saying? See? But overall, I thought it was a fantastic um show i agree with you jamila i was so saddened by gothy kendall and how well she did not do um she was my all-time favorite like star well she was my favorite looks wise on meet the queens i was like well not my that's going too far not my favorite but i just was i knew she was going to be one of my favorites and it's funny because Mm -hmm. the person who became my favorite who's my favorite overall, I did not think I was going to like her at all. And that's something. Oh, Can we- sorry. It's something wrong. <laughs> I love her. I do too, actually. I thought she, she had a really great stage presence. She had a good stage presence and her look was so good. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the the look that Vinegar Strokes tried to use on the runway, but they wouldn't allow it? No, what was it? So she was, Vinegar Strokes was in the bottom too, and she she apparently was a victim to a licensing issue that she couldn't wear her hometown costume. And I guess it was the, essentially it was the equivalent of like us wearing like the, one of the DC Metro lines like the Metro stuff. Oh, like, like the like tube train in New York. Kind of the tube, but like whatever the branch of where okay. she's from, it, it was obviously like very specific to like that area, but it was gorgeous. And like that, you know, it was obviously fresh. Cause her look shortened. looked so but, thrown together. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because she was the one that, like, they spent a lot of time talking about her working with Michelle and that she, like, was a big professional, blah, blah, blah. And yet that, like, kind of made her put up on this. She was put on this pedestal and it really didn't deliver for her. So I really hope that she does a, has a better yeah. week next week. But um, I was really interested that there was no, the, the cash prize was very interesting to me, that there was none. Which yeah. the fucking <laughs> like? Uh, so I was like, okay, that's like that's like these poor people have waited so long to get on the show and they don't even get money for it. Um, but I realized, I guess I've learned that BBC is a publicly funded network, and so they can't accept cash gotcha. prizes. So that's why they don't have it. And so with that being said, for now on, you will only have to um, we'll, we'll get a pin for each episode that we do <laughs> instead of that's for I'm kidding. I, I, they're making a joke with it. Obviously, right? They have to. What do you mean? Um, the fact that they're not giving out cash. I feel like they dropped a couple jokes about 
They, oh no, they definitely like they definitely joked about it a bit, but it was like, no, you're not getting any. Like I thought there was going to be like, oh, just kidding. Also, you get this money. It's but like, I think I honestly think that you know, while a cash prize is amazing, this is the first time where they've been like out the gate. If you win, you get a World of Wonder show. You get to come to yeah, America and and get your own World of Wonder show. Yeah, I mean, they probably made half of about five hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is on, or one hundred thousand dollars weekend alone. Like they make that money touring for sure. Um, I really, really loved. Blue High yeah, Ninja. me too. I don't. I yeah, I don't know. I just thought that she had a really good vibe, and I appreciated after season eleven of Drag Race, like everyone like was actually unique. Everyone was like had a character. Like I feel like everyone was equally represented, and even Gothi Kendall, who was the first out. She's kind of legendary because, like she said, she's the guy, she's the pork chop of that of that series. Um, so I I think that this is a really really exciting start to the show. I am so so sad that she, that was her first time lip syncing ever. She'd never performed before. Do you guys do you guys have anyone that you like can't stand? You know what? Oh, <laughs> oh God. She's going in hard. Um, so I thought I could, I wasn't going to be able to stand Scaredy Cat, but I actually don't even mind her on the show. Like when I watch Meet the Queens, it's like, I'm, this is, girl is not for me at all. But she was fine, I thought, like on the show. Yeah, I like the look and I appreciate that he's, or they are, quote, a straight drag queen. That's a very, a very interesting, like new dynamic that they've added to the casting characters. But yeah, I don't know. I really don't think that uh, Scaredy Cat got like a lot of uh, a lot of and, like she wasn't critiqued on the runway. I don't no, because he was, really sa- it was yeah, her. she was safe. Um, I felt, I mean, yeah. I don't know why. I still feel a little bit bothered by how cavalier Scaredy Cat was about not having done drag that long and not having had performed before. And it just seemed as someone who, you know, there was, um, I forget who it was, but they were like, oh, you've been wanting to be on Drag Race since forever. And then with Scaredy Cat, it's like, oh, yeah, no, you know, my girlfriend does it. And, you know, I thought, hey, you know, why don't I just, you know, let me borrow your lipstick. It just seems so flip, you know, considering there are people who like really, really, really want this and have been doing drag forever and and not in a way like um like um oh gosh you know i'm terrible with names what is the latina one who wore the mask Uh, valentina 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 hadn't been doing drag for long but she just you could see the passion in it and you could see the fierceness and you could tell that she wanted it just as much as every the people had been doing it for like 15 years. And I don't see that with Scaredy Cat. And I kind of just was like, oh, well, get out, like, just get, just leave. Well, also to be fair to, to be fair to that analogy at the time of Valentina getting on the show, that was the ninth season. And like, I think the show kind of drag was like already cool by that yeah. time for Valentina in the U S. And so I think, I, I don't think that, the UK was had gotten to that point yet because I feel like Scaredy Cat kind of reminds me of like a Trixie and that I think sh- they appeal to a very specific audience that is mm-hmm. like children pretty much and so I think without the show's exposure they probably would never leave their living room but hopefully with like with time it's a more of a successful yeah. endeavor for them so what, I'm, what I'm wondering is that like when we've seen like those types of instances in the US where someone gets on after trying, off, trying out one time and like Pheromone. Haven't, been doing drag, haven't been doing drag very much um, they're really, 
really yes typically like they they like they have a really great talent and like it shows and for me and, and i could just not understand scary's drag i don't see it that way so i'm wondering if their their pool is obviously a lot smaller in the uk because the population is a lot smaller but like there had to have been tons of other that didn't make it yeah should have made it over her yeah so i'm wondering if the pool is just really small or the honestly the fact i mean they have an interesting story like in terms of being a there's they're heterosexual they've only been doing it for x number of months like i think that inherently creates like an interesting you know arc for her for them oh my gosh guys i've had so many coworkers recently like come out as they them (laughs) it's like we've had this whole seminar i'm trying to be so like like good about using the right pronouns i don't know i just am trying to be god only knows um but yeah, I don't know. I really, really want to know what you guys thought also of Bag of Chips. Because if you didn't have subtitles at that bar, what? And I feel like Bag of Chips, when they when they speak, is like what a straight person like hears when they watch U.S. Drag Race for the first time. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Like when my aunt watches it, she's like, what does Hunty reading mean? And it's like, I have no idea what Bag of Chips said the entire time. But I liked it. Oh, yeah. And there was something magnetic and like magnetic about it. Like I, she talked. I didn't understand the lick of what she was yeah. saying, but I laughed. Yeah. Like, I, you knew you're supposed to be laughing, and everyone laughed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually really liked her. I liked her on her Meet the Queens, which I also couldn't understand, mm-hmm. but I also loved her on the show. Yeah. I liked her too. I thought she was really, she seemed like a fun, like, she's. she seems like she's going to be fun, and I can't wait to see how she is the rest of the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, who's our winner pick right now? Not that we, I mean, we kind of think we know the top three, but right now, who do we think is? Um, I really like Crystal. Yeah. Oh, Chris! Oh my God! Yes. I was gonna say I have, I have who I want to win, which is Crystal, and who I think should, and that is, in my opinion, between the Vivian and um, Bag of Chips. Okay, Davina DeCampo also I think um, is in there. It's so it was interesting as like an American person hearing. Uh, similar, like a U.S. Canadian. Oh yeah, because I was just like, "Bitch, like, wh- are you from here?" <laughs> like, I didn't hear Canadian at all. I just heard American. Yeah, yeah. We, we also all watched Meet the Queens, and I did not realize that Crystal had an American accent. I don't know how I didn't notice. Yeah, because well, they they walked in, and I was like, "Oh, I can absolutely like hear." I don't like have any problem understanding what you're saying right now because yeah. it's very clear. Um, the maybe she's born with it, maybe it's body dysmorphia. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like it's like a Trixie Mattel line, but I I really enjoyed that. Um, also, I thought that the guest judges or the the judging panel was a nice change of pace. I love Graham Norton. No, or Graham Norton. Who's the other guy that they're mixing up? The two gay Muppets of the the series. We have Carson and. Uh, oh, Ross I forget what the other guy's Graham name Norton is because I I've seen him Alan Carr. Yeah, Alan Carr. Yeah. Um, and Andrew Garfield was a good sport. He was. Yeah. I he did well. And Rue seemed to be having fun. I know Joe talked about this on the uh, the main show, which in case you guys didn't know, Joe has a main show where he recaps the series um, that pretty much said that a, like he was super, super into it the whole time. But Rue was having a good time, it looked like. Like Rue never is the one like taking the photos and the mini challenges anymore. I feel like it's rare that Rue is kind of like actively like critiquing or being like involved in the contestant experience and so that was yeah. fun to see as well yeah i thought so as well her yeah. weights look look great <laughs> did they look- i wow. thought it i thought it looked great i really didn't like her outfit though the on the runway it was really weird it was odd yeah i don't know what i didn't it made her not look 
she I mean she's a perfect goddess of the world but it definitely was a very like interesting shape for her and i think it's so funny how they the costume or like her wardrobe they try they've experimented so much with the actual like fabric itself but mm-hmm. the hair usually never changes and so this was two, this was both of those things so maybe it was just a, a big shake up but then again i don't look good after taking 20 minutes to put my makeup on so um, yeah, all in all, good episode. I'm very excited for the next round of the uh, show. I guess if we're listening to this, you guys will be hearing this on a Wednesday, which means I guess the show will be out Thursday. Uh, love hearing that. And I look forward to talking about the next bit of the segment, which is the rumors for this week. So, um, George, do you want to talk about any speculative rumors or do we want to just d- jump right into that? I'll let you jump in and, and I will chime in. So jump chime Jamila is going to churn churn in. Um, so next week is rumored to be an acting challenge, which will uh, continue with the use of ridiculous British puns or, you know, aiming for the stereotypes. It's Downton Abbey theme or Downton drag theme. Downton drag. Downton draggy. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. What did you guys watch? Have you guys seen this? No, because I haven't seen the show. It's a good show. I mean, I love drama. I actually, it's one of those shows. I don't know if you've seen like a show where you're like, I know I would love that. I just haven't had the time to watch it. I love period dramas in general, especially one set in England. Yeah. Perfect show for you. Please welcome. (laughs) Honestly, if you don't, if you you never watch the series, all you have to do is go on YouTube and look up the Maggie Ah. Smith compilation clips. Uh, Dame Maggie Smith has like a character and she is she's just and and I love how like she is so funny and they ask her an interview she's like I've never (laughs) like like, she is consistently like so out of touch with it Um, but so that is going to be the uh, theme of the acting challenge not entirely sure what they'll you know make the contestants do but I'm assuming it'll be like they'll be pretty intense like big roles because there's only nine queens left now yeah there were 10 yeah that's simple simple math math works out kind of yeah (laughs) kind of (laughs) um but yeah so i will be interested to see because so far the the series i thought started out very strong with the runway challenges or the the sewing and now we have the acting challenges which is where things either go really well or really poor so the rumors are that the people that we kind of expect would do well in this challenge are going to be bag of chips Mm -hmm. and the vivian and Bag of Chips apparently allegedly wins this challenge, so she'll get a pin. And uh, uh, yeah, she'll pin some chips in her hair. And then the bottom two is rumored to be Scaredy Cat. And then there's a discrepancy George and I yeah. have read. So we both have heard that Scaredy Cat is going to be in the bottom. I heard that Scaredy is going to be lip syncing. Who did I tell you today? I was just talking about this. You tell yours first, and then... I've heard Davina DeCamp. Oh. Well, I mean, we we all know that Scaredy is going home. Um, do you know what they lip sync to? Wow, gosh, we do know it's it's coming to us. You don't know? We don't know? Um, I apparently is a good song. It'll come to us in two seconds while we're looking it up. But either way, I can't imagine that it's going to be another excellent lip sync for her because... Yeah. What? Got it. I have both of my answers, actually. So, Scaredy, obviously, is lip-syncing against Crystal. Um, this is a conflicting rumor, 
Crystal. Um, I, after reading this out loud and after seeing Crystal, especially on like the, the promotional video, I I don't think what I heard was was true. I, I believe more what you're saying, um, but we shall see. And then they're going to be lip syncing against Goldfinger. Oh wow, interesting. Can you give us some of that? Goldfinger. I don't know. It's like <laughs> we know that part. <laughs> it's that's that's honestly I'm like it's oh, uh, it's 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 uh, the old black lady who sings that like. And it's all just a little bit of history repeating. Like she has a very like that, like a lounge singer kind of voice, but she sings the James Bond theme for Goldfinger. So it's like they're lip syncing to a James Bond theme. Also, speaking of lip syncs, I meant to say this. Can we just agree that Dua Lipa herself has pretty terrible stage presence. Oh, and I thought Gothy was doing a fantastic impersonation <laughs> of Dua Lipa. Oh, that was honestly cosplay. That's <laughs> that a very was. good... That's, it was, it's very un- unenthusiastic. Terrible song, though. Terrible. I did not think that was a good song to start as a lip sync. It's one of the things that, like, it sounds great. Like, remember when they did that Lord song with Kennedy? It was uh, Greenlight. Oh, yeah. And it's, one of those, it's one of those great songs, but you're like, actually, on TV, this is not what I want to see a drag queen do. It just didn't didn't translate well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently Scaredy Cat is going back to her uh, her nest or her room. What do you guys think of that? Any other thoughts of the speculation for this? I Yeah, just... <laughs> I believe it too. And I like good riddance. I mean, not that. And when I say good riddance about a drag queen on Jag Race, it's not that I, I, you know, don't ever want to see them again. I just, I'm ready for them to leave the show. I know that they'll have a, you know, a blossoming career on the horizon. I felt the same way about Blair St. Clair. I love Blair St. Clair and, and I love watching how she's grown. It's like, yes, leave the show. And 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 go work on your drag. But right now, I I, I like I want to get to the the meat of the show, the real competition. I, I agree, but also, can we just like be praising that we don't have to deal with Mercedes Iman diamonds and like the first four weeks that we had to do of season eleven? Oh my god, yes, it dragged on way longer than it should have. Quite literally dragged on. Um, yeah, and I'll be curious to see because I'm sure they'll start doing All Stars next season. So like <laughs> they'll have they'll have the redo the reruns. So yeah, the two young the youngest two queens are out first, and what do they have in common that they don't really perform? So it's a very interesting uh, thing to think about because in the U.S. I think it's a lot more intense. Oh, yeah, it's like oh you don't do drag, you're just pretty on like on you know on Instagram. But I did think that uh, Gothy and I don't know about Scarity, but Gothy had a very interesting point of being like. Yeah, I think it's time that drag is diversified and that it not everyone has to be like a death dropping, like high kick and twirl, yeah. you know, bucking drag queen, that she can do drag and she also maybe likes being a DJ. Um, but also like you probably should consider lip syncing a few times before you go on the show. Yeah, I, I thought and this was based off of um, all the movie queens, they were asked what kind type of challenges are they scared of or what they scared of what they are scared of most. In America, at least from what I remember, it's always like sewing challenge, sewing challenge, sewing challenge, sewing challenge. You're like, yeah, okay. You don't have to sew to be a drag queen, but you need to be able to perform. And I swear, I remember, I know it was Scaredy Cat and I know it was Gothy Kendall, but I swear there was maybe two more people who said lip syncing. Well, because. And I was shook. I was like. Which just seems like such a 
basic thing. Well, what did Charlie Hyde It seems say? like they're... Yeah. So it's, I wonder, it, it's just like, is it like not projected to a UK? I don't know. Like that's- I feel, it makes me feel like a drag show is really boring. Well, yeah, you're... Because like, if you're not lip syncing and you're not dancing and you're not performing or at least doing stand up or, you know, being comedic, then like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, I don't, it, as Charlie Hyde said, they all sing live in London, but apparently not, they're not all from London. Who knows? Um, guys, also speaking of stand up, I have to t- ask you guys this weekend, this girl I met who I've known for, I've, I've known her for years that I got to see her finally. She, tried to sign me up for a stand-up class, like to like do stand-up comedy at the big hunt in DC. And I cannot stop having nightmares about it. Like I, cause like, you know, when someone, no, goodness, goodness, goodness. No, no. The look on George's face. (laughs) You should do it at least once. It's a great way to know about yourself. Like you learn, like you learn something about going up and doing stand-up and like whether, whether you do great or whether you bomb like you you walk away having learned how you react in that sort of situation and it's like you know you you don't die you know like you're not gonna die so it's like you know yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a it's it's like getting a colonic like it's really uncomfortable but you know you walk away saying I did it. I, I, my thing is that I think I've bombed enough in my life. I don't know if I need to be dropping more <laughs> nuclear war things on my on my resume. But maybe okay. I do equate, though. People have stated that drag and um, stand-up comedy, like the circles are very similar in terms mm-hmm. of like the way you have to get started and like kind of what it takes to kind of get into the scene and get, you know, booked on the right clubs and everything. So maybe I'll just do drag instead. Yeah, you should. Um, you're pretty. I'm already dragged. I feel like you prefer more of sit down than stand up. I'm sitting down right now. I stand all goddamn day. I'm tired. Um, but yeah, so that is the main rumor section. I don't really have anything too much more to say about the show itself in terms of what we think is going to happen. Do you guys have anything more to add about Drag Race UK? Oh, Macy Williams from Game of Thrones is the guest judge this week. Oh, I love her. Arya Stark. Little Arya Stark, who is probably going to look like a absolute tiny little nugget compared to these drag queens. Next to Rue. When I say Rue, it's almost double the size of her. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's a little little, little human. Uh, So that'll be fun to see. Her her boyfriend is really hot, though. Who's her boyfriend? I don't know what his name is, but he's beautiful. Her and Sophie Sophie Turner bagged some good ones. Then I love that Sophie Turner is married yeah. to Joe Jonas. Oh God, what? yeah, but I, I venture to say that I think that Macy's man is cuter. We're looking him up as we speak. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you guys have any th- any uh, other things you guys want to discuss or any fun drag related? I don't know too much about this topic, but it has nothing to do with drag race UK. Brexit. Um, <laughs> is drag race generally and, and queens apparently Tyra Sanchez today um, I'm talking about moms apology um, on Instagram I believe and when I say it's like a one page um, single space I didn't know she had that in her vocabulary to have that many words um, but she apologized about everything that she's done in the past several years and I was like okay I get it but like you can't just blanket apologize for everything you've done in the past several years and not go into any specifics because that's not a real apology, girl. 
Yeah, what's what's right. her justification? Like, do, did she does she want to get back into like the scene of Drag Race? Like, what's the? I wonder she what her just, motives are. She just said that she took a lot of time off and she found herself. Well, she did and... time. <laughs> took time off. Um, but yeah, apparently she found herself, and that the person she's been hasn't reflected her character. Interesting. I feel. I mean, I don't know this person, so I can't. Do you know who Tyra Sanchez is, Jamila? I'm aware of. What she looks like. Yeah, that's pretty much what most people know. She's like, the winner of season two. She, she's been insane since she won. And she threatened to bomb so I've heard. DragCon. Yeah, she bomb, Yeah, she threatened to bomb DragCon. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, just not. But I also think that she was a kind of one of the first, not victims, but she was not well liked by the people that are at World of Wonder. And they kind of duped her. And I feel like she was kind of like not prepared to be in that spotlight and not supported if that makes any sense like she was the first to be like yeah these people actually don't care about me i won the show but like i'm nothing to them and so like screw them i'm not gonna like bend out of my way to to give them what they want from me so it's kind of like punk rock but also i agree with you you can't just put everything on an instagram post because you had a 30 minute break at your amazon job to type it out (laughs) interesting um so yeah what else do you guys anything else you guys want to talk about it's like nice just to have the three of us it is a tuesday night when we're recording this now we're going to keep this nice sweet and short uh have you guys seen macy williams boyfriend yet i want to talk about him yeah, yeah. his name is ruben selby i thought you were going to say stutter and i was going to scream because <laughs> talk about sexy people Just type in Maisie, M-A-I-S-I-E. George is a really good speller, Jamila. You, uh... Do you, I'll, okay, I'll think of this. I'll remember this. Oh! He's cute. Right? Oh, my God. Like, really cute. Wait. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, he hopefully came on set. They were, they must have loved him. Damn, yeah. He's a very good-looking good looking gentleman. Um, have you yeah. seen... Who is the guy that was in that movie with the guy who plays Rob Stark, um, Taron Eggert, or he played uh, Elton John. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've never, ever, ever seen him before in my life until this weekend, and he really? is so hot. Oh, my God. I love Wait, him. where did you see him? I just, like, saw him on, like, a YouTube thing. I was like, who is this? Oh, was, okay. I want to reads thirst tweets. There's a like, video of him on reading tweets, and he reads the word pussy for the first time ever, and he's <laughs> to watch that video oh he's he gives the perfect reaction um i don't want to try to even impersonate it but you should go watch it oh. he's obviously straight based on his reaction or he's more of a mussy guy i knew oh, someone God. in college she was really into- that's so disgusting now i don't know what a mussy is uh so they're a bussy mouth a bussy no, i know what a bussy is yeah it's but a- what's a mussy is it a mouth it's just a man pussy just, oh, just a very, very uh, maybe a more maybe an older gentleman or a more church after this guy is like, come on, hmm. that's the church. That's where your congregation. <laughs> of, um, yeah. Well, guys, also yes. listeners at home, I really appreciate all of your feedback. We definitely would like to start uh, maybe using some time towards the end of the show to answer any listener questions. Things that, <gasps> that would be a good idea. Um, yeah, we'd love to get some uh, some feedback from you all. Maybe we'll do one or two a week. 
um, we'll maybe, you know, email Joe at Afterthought Media, or you can just DM us. For those of you who reached out to me um, on Instagram or any of my social media recently, thank you so much for all of your support. This has been so fun so far. Uh, it's lovely having a fresh start of Drag Race, and I am very, very thankful that my two lovely co-hosts here um, could do this on a Tuesday night. Yay! So for myself, George Munoz, and Jamila Zara, we say, Joe, I'm not quitting just yet. <laughs> a lot. All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye. You can find Jamila Zara at her lifestyle blog, hi, how are you.com. That's H I G H H O W A R E Y O U.com. George Munoz can be followed on Instagram at the real George Munoz. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-J-O-R-G-E-M-U-N-O-Z. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers. That's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S on Instagram and on Twitter at Nobody Cares. That's N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S. The Rumor Mill is an Afterthought Media Podcast.